You're listening to the Flame Central Podcast, your home for Liberty University Athletics. Uh, we're going to need a bigger trophy case. More conference titles, NBA contracts, men's golf team off at regionals. It's a great day to be a no, flame. No, we're not going to do stop. singing this episode, I promise. We're fired up. Let's get it started. Now from our studio at Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia, here's your host, Emily Austin, with Matt Warner and Rhett McGibbon. We have so much success to get to. I'm not really sure where we're going to start. We probably should have discussed yeah. where we were going to start. Well, we have a lot of stuff to talk about. It's hard to be humble right it now is. as, yeah, as a really. flame, you know, a little bit. I, I really say this every week that I'm going to look through all the sports and through all like other colleges to see if there's any other university that has won as much as Liberty this year, I don't. I don't know. I mean, that think about possible. who didn't win in in the sport. It's it'd be faster to talk about that, right? That's true, but we don't. Uh, that's valid. <laughs> yeah, they may not appreciate that. Yeah, we, <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to do that. Yeah. We're gonna. Uh, so there's a lot going on. Like we mentioned, men's golf is teeing off at regionals um, right now as we're recording this. So probably by the time it gets out, they'll they'll be. Um, through part of day one of regionals. It's a three-day meet. So um, I know that this was a regional section that they wanted to be in as far as uh, Tallahassee and, and, and playing in Florida because they're used to these courses over here on the east side. So, um, yeah, they should they should have a lot of success in this tournament. It's just really excited to see. Yeah, top five, I believe, move on out of the group. I think they have a really good chance looking at the teams that are in there. So, um, yeah, hopefully they, they keep swinging a, a hot club. I guess you could put yeah, it hey. that way. And uh, they'll be in good shape. But I think you're, what you're saying is, is true. The fact that they're going to be on a course that they're familiar with. We've seen the golf team go all across the nation in years previous. So the fact that they are closer to home, I think, will go a long way. And one thing I want to add, Rhett has a story coming out in the next day or two about golf and their success and kind of a unique way that they get that get those swings hot. Yeah. Right? Is that a way to say it? Yeah, it's, it's one of those... It's one of those elements, I think, to the golf swing that might only affect it by one or two percent, but it can be a big one or two percent. So we'll leave. Well, I know Matt Warner is going to be <laughs> watching that because yeah, he needs need all the percentages that he can get on the course. Yeah. <laughs> um, so another uh, team that is completely sweeping competition is Liberty Track and Field. You know, Brant Tolsma winning coach of the year every year in all the categories of cross country to indoor outdoor track. Well, here comes Lance Bingham, and he's like, okay, thanks for handing over the flame because I'm going to do the same. He wins Coach of the Year on both sides, men and women. It's not even a competition, really, when you look at the final scores for Liberty Track um, in the A-Sun meet. It's it's not. I wonder how many people are going to be listening to this podcast and are going to hear you say Brant Tolson and be like, oh, she doesn't know he's left. And then... Then show you. that you do. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> nice work. Is yeah. Bad? No, 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 it's not. No. I'm just saying, I bet you there's going to be some people that are going to hear you saying it, and the way you worded that was perfect. Thank it was you. appropriate. <laughs> but wow. They're going to be like, <gasps> since you led with yeah, Tolsma, led with Brand, yeah. they're going to be like, she she doesn't know he's retired. How does she not know? And then you and then you reveal that you do know. Here's the See, crazy that's thing. That's what keeps the people listening. That's right. Yeah, the crazy thing about track and field at Liberty is the pressure, not the pressure, the expectations are so high. That it's like, oh, they won. Okay, cool. 
Yeah. If you lost, it'd be like, what is going on? Exactly. You know, and Why that's did not, we lose? That's not fair to them, no. really. I mean, they built those expectations, certainly, but it's not fair to, to look at it that way. But you talk about the men have captured 14 straight outdoor conference titles between their time in the Big South and the A-Sun. That is absurd. And, and they do it in dominating fashion. They do. And I'm going to talk about one of the newest sprinters in just a second. But just a little tease here. We had to actually install a seatbelt on Matt's um, chair this week because he is so excited mm. to talk Lady Flames softball. I am. I really More am. so than Rhett McGibbon. So you know that this is going to be a pretty hot topic of yeah. how this game ended. So he's going to reenact. Actually, we have it, we're going to have it all <laughs> me, on camera to upload on a separate yeah, clip. Um, but as far as track, the ASUN most valuable male performer was Diamante Griffin. So this guy comes in first year ever as a flame and he is just breaking records left and right. I yeah. think it was a um, ASUN uh, championship meet record in the, t- in the hundred meters it's just insane how fast this guy is. And this is outdoor track. So you have to remember a lot of the outdoor elements, you know, are out of your control as far as weather and wind. And he still just dominates every race. Meet records in the 100 and the 200. He also set the A-Sun and Liberty record in the 200 as well. So he was the male most valuable performer in the entire meet. And that's, I mean, you're, again, you're talking about a guy that just broke onto the scene this year for the Flames and is completely rewriting, you know, the record book for Liberty Track. And I wonder how much longer that's going to last. Be- this is what's happening and I think you guys will agree is that as Liberty's name gets out there nationally more and more as a school that's going to win championships. Right. I think everybody's heard of Liberty for the most part, but now it's like okay, this this is a place that's having a lot of athletic success. You're bringing in a higher quality athlete year after year, and therefore records are being broken. So I think it's going to be a cycle that we continue to see. Freshmen that come in that are just studs that are going to break some records, but it's going to be interesting. How many years down the road is that finally going to plateau? And that'll yeah. be that'll be really wild to see. And I, you know, the football team, obviously, we look at You're them. right. They're We're just, seeing it in all sports. Yeah, they're just bringing in, you know, <laughs> new hunks of meat that are just going <laughs> to do great things. Hunks of meat. <laughs> That's what they are. You know, the boys just coming in. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. You look at Uh, lacrosse this year i know unfortunately they lost again in the championship game but when you look down through all the postseason recognitions there's so many liberty freshmen on there it's not like okay this was a junior that got an award these are just all first year players there's four or five of them that were on the 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 freshman all year freshman whatever all conference thank you thank you and so yeah it's gonna be interesting to see how it all plays out yeah because if you look back to last year we were talking a lot about christian lyon um and men's track as one of the top sprinters well and he's been battling injuries this year so i think that um once he completely heals in the off season from some of those injuries it's going to be fun to watch a healthy christian lyon and a demonte griffin um, compete against each other. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, that just makes them better. Right. So, um, but it is cool to see, you know, the talent that comes in, uh, the young talent really, you know, you, it's not a guaranteed spot anymore. If you're an upperclassman, yeah. right. You gotta, you gotta still fight for those incoming freshmen that are hungry to get up there. So could I give a quick shout out? First off, our boy coach, Clinton Henderson, who's done a lot of stuff with us yeah. over the years, who's a throwing coach for Liberty. They, they won all eight throwing events in oh. the meet. But I want to give a shout-out on the men's javelin to Sam Arter. Some folks may not remember. We did a story with yes. him a couple of years back. This was a kid who was a pitcher in high school, didn't make the baseball team here, and was like, 
let me just go see what I can do. See what I can throw? See what I can throw. <laughs> and here a few years later, he set the meet record in the wow. javelin and won the competition. That's so awesome. like that just a lot speaks again a lot to the development yeah. of these athletes during their time and just the sheer dominance that uh, that was on display here this past weekend. And then you have the 1500 meters, which is 100 meters short of a mile, right? And Callie Doan is running it in 420. Like yeah. no way. 4 minutes and 20 seconds. I just like I can't even do a lap anymore, I don't think in that in that time. So just overall whether it's throwing um, sprinting or long distance. It's really fun to see the track, but we all know I'm a yeah. track nerd. One other quick one, just because I'm going through reading these again. Quentin Clay, who we did a story on yeah. this last year. Yes. Another kid who was not a track athlete, came here to be a, an aviation student, was like, ah, let me go see if I can find something I'm good at on the track team. He won in the high jump and the long jump. So this is a kid that, again, a guy that they think could potentially have like Olympic aspirations. He's that talented, but you're seeing these kids that don't all have these, you know, stories of being high profile athletes in high school in their sports, but they get here, they get with coaches that really can develop and you're seeing the results. Emily, what was your event? Um, well, in, in high school, it was in high school, it's a 1600 and the 3200 and it shortens and, and, um, in college, but in college, they just pushed me to the distance group. <laughs> They're like, let's just make her run longer. So I did the 5K is always cross country. And then an indoor outdoor track, I did the 3K, 5K. And my senior year, I did the 10K. So when like the Olympics come on, do you tune into like the 5K? Because it's one of those events I feel like you can be like, oh, 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 they started. I watched the start. Okay, I'm going to make a sandwich I'll say this, real yeah, quick. If it's an event where you can take commercial breaks during the event, probably not ideal for TV. You know what I mean? Okay. Not not they, what do you mean? Like the Boston and New York Marathon are like one of the highest rated. I completely made that up. Did yeah, that sound I was good? Did say, I, have? I was like, <laughs> really? <laughs> wow. I, uh, yeah. It is the highest it. rated yeah. sporting event. Uh, yeah. No, I'm kidding. I was just curious how you watch it because for me, if I'm watching the Olympics, I feel like they always tune in when they're coming into the stadium and they're like, here they are. They do like they one of those running like for two and a half from tape where they're like cutting it up yeah, and, exactly. and then we jump ahead 20 miles. It is my much yeah. more entertaining than that because there's a lot of strategy even though it's a long race there's a lot of strategy and depending if it's like more of a uh like marathon course and not just a track it is very different but i'm a nerd i get that i like yeah. love that kind of running we'll stuff. Give you but sport. we'll give you a podcast in the summer where you yeah, talk whatever. all long distance running but i do want to do one of those features and we're kind of in the work so if we have any of the math professors listening in i want to do a sports science feature with diamante griffin where you know they did that with usain bolt and they're like he had to go off of his, his blocks with X amount of force in order to run at this. So you want a physics guy? Yeah, is that, I didn't know. Is that math? Uh, yeah, we, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, an application. Uh, all right, we're going to You may want to help her. Yeah, okay, yeah. broadcasting. Yeah. So Matt Warner has been very excited yeah. about updating us and reenacting this entire uh, Lady Flames softball, winning the A-Sun championship. Yeah. So Matt, we're just going to give you the all stage right. here. So first off, we know last night we found out that Liberty Softball, they're in the NCAA Regional. We knew that, but they're heading to Knoxville. They'll play JMU at noon on Friday. Rhett has a little bit on JMU here in a minute. Uh, also, Tennessee and, interestingly enough, Eastern Kentucky, which will be in the A-Sun oh, this year, true. is also in that regional. But let's go back to the A-Sun Championship against Kennesaw State, and let's set this up, okay? okay? It was the sixth inning. Liberty was leading 4-1 with two outs in the sixth, four outs away from the title. 
You're up three runs. What happens? You give up a three-run home run. It's all tied at four. A lot of programs, a lot of teams, you're like in shock. Totally. Can you recover from that? You just got punched in the gut when you thought you were right there on the doorstep of the title. But what happens in the bottom of the sixth? Liberty comes back. So let me set it up for you. Devin Howard single. Sacrifice her to second base. So runner at second, one out. You've got Caroline Hudson at the plate. By the way, they pinch ran with Mary Claire Wilson. That's key here. That is very so she's key. out there at second base. Caroline Hudson, Captain Clutch this all That's year. That's right. She drills one to center field. Great running catch from the center fielder in front of the wall. Mary Claire Wilson tags up at second. Now, normally a coach would just, you wouldn't blame them if they just the runner moves up to third. Yeah. Throw up the stop sign. You got Autumn Bishop on deck, one of your better hitters. You take your chances with two outs. Here's what Dot Richardson did. Dot said, we're not being cautious here. Nope. We're not sitting back and waiting to see if we win this one. Nope. We're taking it yeah. right now. So she waves Mary Claire Wilson on around. Kennesaw, they get the relay throw. The shortstop's like looking around trying to find the runner. Oh, yeah, she's sliding across home plate with the go-ahead run, what ended up being the winning run. That's I loved great. the aggressiveness from Dot Richardson. She didn't sit back. She didn't play cautious. She said, we are going to make them make a perfect play, and we're going to just take this thing. And that's exactly what she did. I loved the aggressiveness. Now, here's a little bonus tidbit, right? Okay. I got this text from our guy, Donald Scott. He's done all of these in-the-fire yeah. uh, segments we've done throughout the year. And when he did one with softball a few weeks back, their last regular season home series against Bellarmine, there was a moment in the game where Mary Claire Wilson was like, hey, I can pinch run. And Dot's like, sit down. I guess she'd had some little hamstring tweaks. Yes. Or something. She's like, no, no, no. We're saving you for when it matters most. Sit down. <laughs> this is when it yeah. mattered most. Yeah. They deployed her. They put her in this ball game, And she ends up scoring the winning run that led to the championship. I just loved everything about it. The aggressiveness and just how they went and took it. I, I'll be honest. If I am looking at Kennesaw State, I'm thinking the, the coaching staff made a mistake, and I'm putting that label on them because if you've watched Liberty, and obviously you've scouted them all year yeah. long, the pinch runner is Megan Hodum. She is the one that's always first out of the, the dugout for the Flames. So the fact that they brought out Mary Claire Wilson, who is a speedster in the park home run this season at mm. home, you, I would have been like, you know, spidey senses going off, yeah. like something's different here. Just like, come on, Emma, yeah, just like that. Sure, yeah, there you go. So, I, you know, I would have been like, walked out, been like, you know, call the infield in real quick, just a little discussion about something weirds going yeah. on here. You know, keep an eye. And but that's that's a tremendous play, and uh, the aggressive play to home is burnt dot once or twice this season. So great to see it pay off. Yeah, yeah that's when awesome. it matters most. So looking ahead for the Lady Flames, they will JMU now. JMU. Yeah. Now listen, they are uh, I think one loss all year. They haven't lost since March twenty seventh, and wow. they haven't allowed a run in their last forty three innings. Apparently, right? yeah. But who on earth have they played? Okay, great. You won the conference championship. You should. But you're looking at this team. So Liberty has played top ten teams in the right. nation all year long. Knocked off Arkansas. Took down Virginia Tech. They've played UVA, who UVA in the ACC this year is not very good. They did not make that the JMU ACC. played them, you say? Yeah. 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 So the one team in the ACC, Power 5 team, that JMU has played is UVA. So they didn't even make the ACC tournament. Mm. So you're like, oh, yeah, we get ranked. I'm, nah, get out of here. <laughs> you're get, feeling pretty good. Oh, like, I don't, no doubt they're a good team. Historically, they have been a great team. But the fact that they got ranked quicker than the flames because of this win streak when honestly they're playing a bunch of cupcake teams drives <laughs> me nuts 
and I'm not, you know, Brett's like, coming it, on strong. but there's the thing you, we can all, we all know we look at NCAA sports and right. we look where there's different levels of competition. Sure. And the fact of the matter is the flames have played the high end teams this year. And even in softball, you look at, it, you're like, okay, the top 10 is in a different level than 11 through 25. Yeah. And, and that's fair to say, you know, and Liberty is one of those teams that in my mind is an 11 through 25 team that's knocking on the door to become a top tenner. But when you look at JMU, all the teams they played throughout the season, like I, I don't even know half these teams. Like I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. I didn't, I didn't know they had a program. So they're mopping the floor with people, but it's all like Liberty. I would say would be in the same exact boat if they played those the same schedule. So that's where I'm kind of like. Uh, All right. We're going to lose my, Rhett uh, to the NCAA board about strength of scheduling and, hey, you know, softball. That, but I can appreciate that. Yeah. So we don't have much time because right. uh, I don't know if you guys heard, but Caleb Holmesley, former Flame um, of the men's basketball team, just signed a multi-year contract with the Washington Wizards, Huge. which let's go up for, you know. Or, yeah. Hey. For camp this summer. If it's all open, we're there. Right? So, so, so excited for him. Very well deserved. He spent a lot of time in the G League with the Wizards this year. But um, we should see him, you know, developing this summer and then hopefully um, on the Wizards roster next year. Correct? Correct. That's okay. the goal. Yeah. So, we're hoping to get Caleb um, on the Flames. He's Central also pod- been begging us. I, he's been begging us. And we're like, hey, we have some, like, big time guests. So, we'll Borderline see Borderline hassling me. But now that he signed the NBA contract we're kind of like hey, 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 hey no hey, no no it's, come here we can say that nba players are begging us to get on that's true the yeah. podcast yeah that's true yeah. but we want to so we want to save enough time for next um podcast with caleb holmesley but let's talk a little bit about liberty baseball yeah, they were riding hopefully. an eight game win streak that was snapped but it doesn't really matter they're right. heading in so you look at this series against kennesaw state they won the first two games they lost the third you look at it two ways liberty had locked up the number one seed in the ace and north division before this series even began so in some ways oh you went and took two of three from a good kennesaw state squad that still shows you're pretty locked in yeah right you didn't have anything to play for within the conference right you could have kind of let up you're on but, the road too. right here, though, is my concern a bit. The bullpen struggled in this series. Mason Meyer gave up three runs. Landon Riley gave up five. The bullpen gave up four runs in their loss on Sunday. That's my only concern is that you've seen a bullpen that has been so locked down all year long struggle a little bit in that series. Now, it's just one series. Obviously, it doesn't mean everything, but that's something to keep an eye on. They'll open up the three best of three series with Bellarmine on Friday night. Bellarmine has lost 10 of their last 11. Wow. They are not playing well coming into this series. But as we've said, you know, the history between these two when they met a little bit earlier this year, it got a little chippy. There was some talking going on. Liberty won on a walk-off home run. I don't think these teams like each other all that much. No. So that will make it interesting. And even though they've lost 10 of 11, they're going to be coming in trying to spoil, you know, Liberty's season and try to, you know, knock them out of this thing. So it should be fun. And, you know, this might be a little bit of a stretch, but sometimes it's good to uh, suffer a loss just before sure for a coach yeah for a coach you kind of get to them to refocus it's kind of a reset like they were you know riding that eight game win streak but there was i think it was even longer as far as um a sun play as their as their their second a sun loss all year so maybe that'll you know a loss will humble a little bit they'll They'll be be fine fine. they'll be fine um so hey i've got one quick story is that okay yeah of course 30 seconds so i took my boys camping this weekend yeah oh boy and it was this way is this rett's ramblings yeah. We haven't used yeah, those in a while. Yeah, this we is haven't my had rambling. time. Let's call it rest okay. rambling. Good. So I took my boys camping this weekend with my church. So we went down to, went over to this cabin that's right in the thick of the Blue Ridge Mountains. It was gorgeous. So we get down there, we set up our, our tent and whatnot. 
and we finally get to bed. It's about yeah. 1030 at night. We get to bed. And the first thing my son, one of my twins says, he's six. He goes, dad, that that creek is really loud. I'm like, what do you want me to do? Turn yeah, it off? Right. Like, yeah. You know, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. So it gets pretty cold. You know, we're in the mountains. So it's it's in the 30s that night. Ooh. Our sleeping bags are graded for that. So we're fine. But at 4 a.m., my oldest son, I just hear, hey, dad. I'm like, yeah, Oaks. I'm kind of cold. <laughs> I'm like, I was prepared for this. Yeah. I took two sleeping bags from me, zipped them together. So I'm like, all right, come on, come on. So Aww. he jumps in with me and he's like, oh, I can hear him just be like, oh. <laughs> so, so we wake up at like 6.15. So two hours yeah. later, first thing he says to me, it's not like, hey, good morning. He looks at me and goes, I understand now why mom likes to sleep with you. <laughs> and I'm just like, thanks, Oaks. And that was, that was our camping trip. Yeah. Was, okay, so fun. to turn this around and bring it back to Stanley, no joke. No. Oh, boy. oh, boy. When you camp with a dog that massive, like the amount of heat that they give off. So I can't even, you know, I agree with your son because the amount oh, of heat gotcha. that Stanley brings <laughs> yeah. off, I can't. Okay, this is getting awkward. Yep. So yeah. we're going to wrap things up with <laughs> Rhett's ramblings, and that's why there is no segment called Emily's uh, Ramblings. Yes, it just that's just comes naturally. Uh, do you need yeah. a Matt's Minute? No. Or nope. Nope. maybe looking ahead. Yeah. I mean, I feel like your Matt's Minute was the Lady Flame softball there you go. story. So, all right. Well, thanks for listening. We are going to hopefully have NBA new, I guess you can't say super, Signee. superstar, Signee. Signee, um Caleb Holmesley up next week. We're going to really try to get that set up for you guys. Again, you guys can um, review us and see if there's any other guests that you want on the show this upcoming summer. Thanks for listening. We'll see you back here next week.